Blog Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real saints. Are you ready? And it's for real. Welcome to G's Power Hour live every weekday at 11.30 a.m. on Never Had It So Good Entertainment Network. Your host, G, will bring you informative and entertaining guests and a variety of topics in a way that you can absorb and enjoy. Listen in weekdays and call in at 516-387-1944. We love interaction. All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. G's Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Um, We are still um, honoring our fathers this uh, month. Um, It is Father's Day coming up on Sunday um, and uh, uh, Juneteenth also. But we're talking about dads today again. And uh, just kind of picked up on something interesting in the midst of the pandemic that uh, <laughs> there's something something new that's being considered sexy, and it's called the dad bod. And we want, you know, I mean, we've heard about dad bods and everything else. So, uh, But we wanted to talk a little bit about exactly what a dad bod is, um, if that's a good thing to have a dad bod, and why it's attractive. And so we are privileged to welcome back to the show uh, Marion Trainer, good morning. How are you, sir? Hello. Good morning. I'm doing hey well. Good morning. Great. Wonderful. Thank you for for coming back and especially dealing with this topic. Uh, so, in your opinion, what is a, a a dad bod, or is there such a thing? Well, in the world that I'm in and that I know by definition, is usually people who they they work out, but they don't have the ideal body that society thinks they have it's not bad but they don't have the ideal body that most people are thinking about with six-pack they work out and they still yet they eat their pizzas and burgers <laughs> i can understand that you got to actually work a little extra hard to, to keep those uh pizzas and burgers in in check in terms of how they process through your body um yes. why 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 do you think um, they're saying that dad bots are attractive right now. Well, I mean, we are living in a society where, you know, uh, body shaming is a thing. So instead of body shaming, we're actually now celebrating because it's more of the majority than it is the minority. So let me ask you this while we're embracing and celebrating. And, yeah, I mean, because we've kind of gone to from one extreme, it looks like almost to the other, where, you know, you, you had to have those abs tight. You had to have those muscles taut, you know, and, and uh, all of that. You know, you had to be, uh, uh, I guess, a great walking and talking clothes hanger, so to speak. Um, why do you – I mean, what I want to know is, is it healthy – to have a dad, a so-called dad bod. Now, most of the time when people are thinking about dad bod, they're thinking about, you know, the tummy. Over a long period, it just depends because the more, uh, the more, if I had to say, the more stress or the bigger the tummy, the more health problems you may have down the road. So I went because it's really not a negative nor the best positive, but it just depends on because it has so many different meanings. And I've, I've went and read about it and it's, some people will say a dad bod is somebody with a good sense of humor, down to earth mentality and a healthy respect for work life balance. And then if you ask people from the body perspective, it's like, well, it's usually a dad who has a little tummy. He may or may not go to the gym, but what little exercise he does get, he basically nullifies it when he goes to eat the burger and pizza. Okay, so if if you like the dad bod type, I mean, because I have to tell you 
it's not necessarily for me personally that I like the dad bod type, but I also didn't like the extreme. I didn't like the really, really hard, almost abnormal looking uh, male physique because it just, there was something that just looked a little bit unnatural about it. Um, I just think also at the same time, the dad bod is a little unnatural because it's in a way showing some of the negatives that we, um, put on our on our on our bodies um, in terms of like you said how we eat maybe a little bit too many burgers or uh, what types of burgers or, or what other things that we're you know this we're in, getting into rib season as well um, and I, to me in a way it just shows that uh, lack of exercise and just lack of a balanced diet diet right mm-hmm. well and it is it's pretty much. Most don't exercise because they'll say, well, you know, I have work, I have the kids, you know, I have a wife, and I have things to do around the house. So at some point, as, as the years go by, you sort of kind of let yourself go. You're not the worst, but you're not the best either. And that's usually when the health conditions like diabetes, uh, high blood pressure kind of steps in. And then you'll, like me, if I run into the so-called dad bods, they're like, oh, I need to get in shape. I need a, I need a plan. Would there be, you know, how for women there are a lot of hormonal things that are involved in uh, the changes that that you know allow for extra, you know, fat, um, especially like you were talking about around the midsection. Do men go through some of the same type of hormonal changes that you know? Yeah, yeah. For men, it's called andropause, and it's basically your body's gone from producing as much uh, testosterone to producing more estrogen. Which, you know, the thing people hear is you get the tummy, you get the man boobs, uh, you're a little more emotional, a little cranky, but it, and the term for it is andropause. Like women have menopause, men have andropause. They just don't recognize it as much now. Okay, so is it like a fear of admission that, that this is happening or or what is it exactly that, uh, and, and how do you address that? I'm a man. I don't, I'm not going to talk to anybody about that and tell them I'm feeling less manly. Mm. I mean, to no one? I mean, you wouldn't talk to your doctor? You wouldn't talk to anyone about it? Usually it's probably going to be the wife that goes with you to the doctor and mention it. Okay. All right. So the wife, okay, wife mentioning it to the husband, not going to do anything. Wife mentioning it to the doctor, might help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She'll go to the appointment, so she spreads light on it. Well, he's not feeling his best. He just seems a little more cranky than other times. And and now, in these days and times, usually most people are going to hormone clinics. Oh, okay. Because it can get All real. Right. I mean, it can get real bad for men not recognizing that if you have low testosterone levels or you can't seem to shake, losing the weight, you're going to the gym, you're getting very frustrated. And that's, you need your hormone check. We always talk about it when it comes to women, and they're, they still don't get as much attention as they should, but it's more known. Mm-hmm. But with men, you know, it's like, oh, you're getting older. And that's not true. Yeah, just just in general, you're getting older, but not okay. You're getting you're getting older, but these are the things. These are the changes that are occurring um, as you're aging, and but and that there is a possibility that you can do certain things. I, and I guess I kind of understand that being a woman because um, you do. And I think the pressure is so much more on on women, you know. Um, in turn, and I think also too, though, because in most cases women are so much more maternal, uh, they're kind of watching out for themselves maybe a little bit more because they're having to watch out for their family and they have to keep themselves up a little bit better so that they can, you know, make sure that the family's taken care of. Although sometimes we do neglect ourselves, but the thing with with men, do you think if men were looking at themselves in let's say in respect to what their value is to the other people in their lives, to their family, to their friends, you know, to their coworkers. And do you think they would do, maybe do a, is it, how much is it, I guess I want to say maybe psychological in terms of, of dealing with the issues. 
Well, it's it's hard for most men because they may not have had a, a great they may not have great influence in their life to basically let them know this if you're going when you get to a certain age this might happen to you and this is what you do with it. They don't get those kind of conversations. And so being that they don't get those kind of conversations, they may not understand it when their significant other, wife, girlfriend, whatever, um, is trying to talk to them about it. So is it that, you know, they they usually wait until a crisis mode to do something about it? or um, and, and how do we yeah. prevent that from happening? You have to have the conversation. I mean, that's the toughest thing for most people to have is the conversation about I'm not feeling myself. If you remember the, if you remember probably I'm 51 now, but in my time, if in my young years, when a man turned 40, everybody, you know, women, they say changing of life, men Mm -hmm. have what they call crisis. So they would buy a sports car or they look for a young lady to company with. But Mm -hmm. really reality come to now is, those things are not going to improve you. I mean, my, in the in the in the temporary mode, but at long term, you actually need to go see a hormone doctor and get your hormones checked and see where you are. Okay. So, Again, uh, so are, are, let me ask you this: Do you find that doctors, the ones you may be aware of, do you think that they are trained to um, ask certain questions? Um, to to test for certain things, or or do you, or do we have to ask no. our men to go ask for these tests? Oh, you have to ask for it because you know if you're going, let's say you're you go for your physical, they're going to test the basic stuff, making sure your readings are good, uh, blood pressure. They may do an A1C, and if not, you should ask. But if you don't ask, they're not going to do anything extra. I mean, I've known in cases because I've been in this business of fitness for about 26, 27 years now, and most people have gone to the doctor, and the doctor's pretty much shown. Like, I would, I used to tell women when you were 35, 36, go get a hormone panel done. Mm-hmm. So when you do start feeling a certain way, when you do start feeling a certain way, you'll know where your your peak numbers were so you don't get experimented on. And it really is the same thing with men. The first sign of it, usually probably by age 35, 40 for men, they should get their hormones checked because now you have a baseline of where you're at when you're feeling good, at your optimal. But if you wait till you drop, then it becomes an experiment and, and a lot of blood work. They try to make sure that your numbers get into the range that they feel you should be optimal at. Okay, so now you've got some people that are – some guys that are going to be out there saying – I mean, they're already feeling like, I guess they're tired, they're spent, whatever, and they're just going to say, that just sounds like too much work. You know? In actual reality, uh, it's not. What you want to do, you want to feel bad or you want to feel good? Let's put it in layman's terms. If you're feeling good, great. But we all know in these days and times, I, and I usually say it like this right here, women hit a second gear. Men, the only way they're going to hit second gear is they go and talk to someone about it who understands hormones, not just your regular regular practitioner. Okay, so um, who talks to the man about taking the next step? Because a lot of times, if it's coming from the woman, a lot of times it's going in one ear out the other or doesn't even – there's almost a, a block before it even gets into one of the ears. Yeah. So, uh, who do they listen? You who wanna, do men listen to? Well, more people like me because I get the phone calls, <laughs> and I give them a suggestion. I, I mean, I've had several people this year, and uh, uh, and people could email me if they want to know more information. That uh, I set them up with a place. They go, they give their blood work, they consult with them, and they tell, they find out what their need is, what is missing, where you are. And then every three months they get their blood work done to see if they're if they're still going in the right direction or if they're going in the wrong direction they'll adjust everything. So 
so we are we're talking dad bods today because we want to just generate a little bit more awareness about what a dad bod is, uh, what the perception of dad bods are, and, and what we should you know what what can be done. Um, you know, maybe there should be a new definition of a dad bod. Anyway, this is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We are talking with Marion Trainer, and uh, we'll be right back. No, not taking calls today, but we'll be right back. Does it appear the long arm of the law is working against you instead of for you? Whom do you call when the boys in blue are pursuing you? When the wrong person behind bars may end up being you? With over 40 years combined legal expertise, Anderson and Welch bring to bear a smart, sound, sensible defense of those caught in what may be the unrelenting grip of the legal system. Turn to Anderson and Welch first to get ahead of trouble, not fall into it, by calling 561-832-3386. That's 561-832-3386. That's Anderson and Welch Law Firm online at andersonandwelch.com. Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today, TGIF. It's a wonderful weekend this weekend. It's uh, Juneteenth, and it's also Father's Day. And we wanted to get a little bit more insight on the dad bod, so we are talking with uh, Marion Trainer. And uh, so, Marion, let's, let's break this down, because we talked about mainly the midsection. And, you know, what is there a way i guess to reduce some of what's going on in that midsection because i understand there's i guess two types of fat and and one you can kind of reduce maybe with diet and exercise but the other one might be a little tougher is that true well most people talk about the visceral fat you know that's the that's the that's the if we're going to use term good or bad that's the really bad one okay Brown fat, you can have visceral fat. Brown fat is is basically reacts with your metabolism, and the visceral fat sits behind layers behind the abdomen wall. Okay, all right. I mean, it goes into that as far as when you see somebody with a tummy, I mean, it could have inflammation. Uh, the poor eating habits, they really have a lot to do with it because the, the poor eating habits could cause the inflammation in the stomach as well. Okay. All right, so let's let's break some of that down. Drinking more water, helpful, hurt, hurtful. Um, you know, there's, there's oh, you know, you should hurts. drink 64, 64 ounces a day. Um, does that actually do anything? When, especially when I know it does keep keep us hydrated, especially this time of year. But does it actually do anything with reducing fat? Well, what water is going to do is definitely keep you hydrated. Also, water is going to keep you a little more full. So when you decide to say eat where there's a burger or whatever you decide to eat, it will probably keep you from – it will have you fuller before just eating a burger and not having any water in your stomach. So it's going to expand. But with the water, your stomach won't expand. You will just get enough in there that basically you got the taste of what you ate. And you don't have to – because, you know, we come in, the, especially if people who have uh, the model that, you know, eat all your food. Clean your plate. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Some people take that. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know, and I kind of the thing. I guess what you have to do, you can clean your plate, but your plate just can't be all that full, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, handful okay. of this, handful of that. Okay. All right. So now another thing I heard about having more protein, especially in the morning. Can you t- is is that a good thing? Not a good thing? Does that work? That that is going to depend on the individual themselves. I mean, you need a balance. Some will say thirty percent protein, thirty percent carbs, and then fifteen to twenty percent fat. And the other okay. nutrient most people forget fiber, and it is fiber. a nutrient. Okay. It is not a laxative. For people out there in the know, fiber is not. A- <laughs> Okay. Yeah, because I think I think most people think of it that way. Oh, I need to go run and get some more fiber. The thing is, you can't. You <laughs> you need to have a little water with that fiber. 
Um, hey. <laughs> he needs to have some help to 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 help the other parts, you know. So yeah. Um. So, uh, so anyway, you were talking about one of the things you mentioned. Um, you were saying thirty percent protein, but you said also mentioned carbs. And we think, tend to think carbs are, are are a bad word. Can we break down the explanation for the carbs? Uh, there's good and bad carbs. There's a way to ingest the carbs, and and what where we should be getting our our carbs from. All right. There's three types of carbs. You got complex, fibrous, and simple. Simple is sugar, like fruit. Uh, fibrous are your vegetables, which most people don't. I've heard people say, "Oh, I don't like vegetables." You have complex rice, baked potato, and pasta. Um, those are the ones, and that those type of carbs are based on timing. And my advice to most people is: do not go zero carbs. Put the good fats good. in there, like avocado, MCT oil. What you'll do is train your body to use fat for energy, because your brain your brain wants glucose, and that's where most okay. people get in trouble because. The rice, because it gives an immediate response, and it's, it's satisfying to the brain. Okay. But if, And everything is about timing. Eating is timing. Now, my philosophy okay. is you probably want to eat your biggest meals earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. It's almost like doing a breakfast. Everybody say, oh, eat a small breakfast, a modest lunch, and a big dinner. That should be the opposite. Okay. So we we eat breakfast, which we we have called the most important meal of the day. Uh, does that so that should that be the biggest meal of the day, or maybe lunch? In my opinion, breakfast or lunch could be your biggest meal of the day. Because some people get up in the morning and they don't want to eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. I would I have said to people, well, drink it. You can drink your protein drink, uh, and there are some protein drinks that might have like say three, four grams of carbs, which are not bad because you're getting it in liquid form. Mm-hmm. And then lunch, have big lunch. But after 2.30, you should not be having rice. You shouldn't be having bread. You should not be having the pasta stuff at night because when you lay down, and that's the biggest thing, is most people probably don't eat dinner at about 7.30, 8 o'clock. So mm-hmm. once they do that, you lay down, well, the digestive process stops, mm-hmm. which usually is the reason why people get up in the morning and they're not hungry. Okay. So now, I I mean, you you mentioned something about not eating pasta after two thirty. Mhm. Okay. So, because you know how we, we break we we we'll break you know, get together, we have these celebrations, not. and we go, we oh, yeah. you know have the big dishes of, of the pasta with the the meatballs and the meat sauce and and the linguine and and the clam, you know, all of, you know all of that, and that's that is usually that that uh late dinner i guess you could say so we need to kind of bump that up and do like maybe some uh weekend lunches or something like that maybe well if you're gonna and i know it's almost insulting to go to a get together and people have all this carbs and stuff and expecting you to eat it but you can work around that and if i were to say work around that get you some thinner fiber packets so if you're going to eat a little bit of the macaroni and cheese or if you're going to eat a little bit of a little pasta salad, sprinkle that on it because it has no taste, and the fiber will the fiber will cut off most of the damage that eating carbs that late will do. Really? So what is it What is it called again? Benefiber. It's oh, a clear, the benefiber. It has no oh, okay. taste. Yeah. It, uh-huh. takes on the taste of, it takes on the taste of whatever you put in it. Really? Okay. All right. Yeah, because it it is kind of hard. You know, the the people that <laughs> the people that care, you know, are, are, are you know, I, I like I, there are certain places I go and I know okay the 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 diet or meal plan or whatever is is pretty much out of the window if I'm here. Um, mm-hmm. But but you know, so I, I try to do the stuff like you know making sure that they bring water. So that I, mm-hmm. I have water, you know, ahead of time, or actually during, you know, where I'm making sure that I'm, I'm constantly sipping on the water, uh, which, which is for me, it's difficult. I'm just not a big water drinker. Uh, I'm getting mm-hmm. better. I mean, my my biggest time for drinking water is is at the gym. And, and speaking uh, of the gym, 
I wanted to ask you, uh, you were talking about sometimes people don't uh, feel like eating in the morning. And I've heard conflicting information about whether or not you should eat before you go to the gym uh, and also eating within a certain amount of time when you wake up. Uh, You know, like I've heard that you should eat at least within two hours of the time that you wake up. That's one of the things I heard. I heard also you should maybe eat some sort of protein like 45 minutes before you go to the gym um, and, and other stuff, which all of those are, are they kind of work against my schedule because it's like I'm not getting up 45 minutes before going to the gym. I'm getting up and I'm out the door probably within 15 minutes um, of waking up to go to the gym. So, but but what do you have a, a proposed routine? Because we know everything doesn't work for everybody. But do you have a proposed routine that could, people could kind of get started on incorporating into their their um, schedule? This is what I would say, and this is where the assessment comes in at, and consultations come with me because everybody's different. Like you're saying, it's difficult for you to do. My thing would be okay if you're going to the gym. And instead of maybe 45 minutes, 20 minutes before, drink your protein drink. Get on the treadmill for 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes, and you'll have your 40 to 45 minutes before you work out. Because basically what you're trying to do is create – you're trying to create an energy production where your body has mm-hmm. enough enough energy to make it through the workout. Some people like going fasted to the gym, like they'll fast. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how you are as a person. Now, if you're not the person who's understanding what fasting does and you go to the gym and you start feeling lethargic or feeling like you're about to pass out, then you need to eat something. But some people can do it, and it doesn't bother them. So every individual is different, which is why you're either going to read about it or you're going to consult with a trainer like myself and say, let's find the best way what works for you. Okay. All right. So um, now, men and women, they, they, their metabolism is a little bit differently. So, does one routine work better for a man than a woman, or is it still just an individual thing, regardless of whether you're a man or a woman? It depends on their fitness level. I mean, I know some women who have lower body fat than men, or they burn, they burn, they burn more calories quicker than men. It depends on where your fitness level is. Okay. All right. So, um, all right. So, so we're going to, well, now before we do that. So I want to ask you this, then we get through with the gym and I know one of the things I see at some of these gyms are all of these products. Okay. Where it's, it's their powders or their other things, you know, bars or whatever the thing is. Are, what's good about them and what's not? How do we choose which products are best for us? You know, I mean, it, it, because some of them have, I would say, extra stuff that we we don't need. For example, my understanding, and I know I'm getting a little bit off track, but my understanding is, for example, these new um, pr- uh, veggie burgers or, you know, Pro, produce based yeah. bur- burgers have mm-hmm. they 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 don't have meat but they have so much fat to hold them together to look like a burger that they almost defeat the purpose okay Thank so you. when you tell me to do something to, and, and this is just me that i perceive as artificial for example a powder or a, a bar that's made up of, of stuff that I probably wouldn't normally eat or whatever. I guess I want to know how do I determine which of these products is good for me and which of these products may just be a waste of, of money and, and uh, time? Well, to determine what product is good, yeah, I have to know what's your goal. Like if you're talking about protein bars, I could say there's a few out there that are good, but you have to read read the ingredients on them, and some of it's by trial and error. But there are some out there that are, like, the detour bar was really good. Um, it's another one, muscle sandwich. It's, it looks like a graham cracker with actual peanut butter on it. So it depends on what your taste buds is like, and that's that's been the biggest thing with most people. I mean, some of these bars are not going to be like eating a Snicker bar. Some of them are going to feel like you are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
So you, you, so a lot of it's based on taste. Shouldn't we, though, work on maybe if we're trying to do something that's beneficial for us in the long term, should we maybe look at things like modifying our taste, you know, buds maybe a little bit or how, or what we consider to be uh, good? Uh, it, like, again, I mean, it, and it really is so difficult because every individual is so different. Like, I have mm-hmm. met someone who's, who did three protein shakes and one meal a day and got great results. I've also okay. met someone who said, I don't have drink. Okay, so are you willing to eat regular food? Then let's try a bar. I would even go as far as to say the kind bar because it's basically fruit and nuts. The goal I, is to try I, to I am a, You got to get your what? Get get your body as much nutrients that your body needs as possible, and not starving it. Because if the body if the body recognizes that you're starving it, you can eat a salad all day, but it's going to hold on to it in fat storage. Okay. All right. So we're going to take another break. When we come back with Marianne Trainer, we're going to I'm going to ask you a little bit about what do you look for when you are selecting a trainer? So anyway, we are we will be right back. We're here with Marion Trainer and this is G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment and we'll be back. Having a wedding, reception, family reunion, planning a banquet or some other fundraising event. Need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast. Let us help. At our gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email ourgatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years. Good afternoon, happy Friday, and welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are celebrating dads, and we're trying to get a little bit more insight into the dad bod and uh, wanting to find out uh, whether it's a good thing or bad thing and, and, you know, try to just get a little perspective on it. We're here with Marion Trainer, And so we need to look at who we select and how we select the people that are going to assist us on our well-being journey when it comes to getting our bodies in, you know, shape, in, you know, healthy shape. Let's just say healthy shape. Because, you know, I, I part of me just does not necessarily want to promote the dad bod thing because it just, you know, bring for you know, whether it's good or bad, it just seems to have connotations, you know. We want our, in whatever the case may be, we want our dads to be healthy, right? Okay. That's correct. All right. So how do we select that person that's going to be with us to help us on that journey? You're going to have to choose someone, and, maybe, and it may call for having consultations, like interviewing the trainer, and see if y'all personality meshes and see what their knowledge is based on what you're looking for. Because at the end of the day, you want someone to be like, okay, this is going to be our plan. Not someone say, okay, we're going to start some exercise, one, two, three, four, good job, good job, come back next time, we'll get ready. You want somebody who's going to care, like, what, what is your nutrition like? How are you eating? Like me, I tell people to give me a three-day log of how you're eating. Then we can assess that and say, okay, this is probably why you're not making no results. The training part is easy, but you can never out-train a, di- a good diet, a good nutrition plan. You can never out-train a bad diet, put it that way. So I guess, you know, how much, okay, let's say we're looking at weight loss in, um, I guess, toning and firming and stuff like that. How much of it is diet? How much of it 
is is exercise or you know uh you know are is there a certain point where you do more exercise than diet and then more diet than exercise or or how does it how does that work it's a combination of both it's honestly if me just giving my own assessment of it it's about 30% training 70% diet and the key to it all is showing up and being consistent and that's that's where the problem most people run in at because they get impatient. Why am I not making the results? It's been like three weeks. And you want to ask the question, did it take you, did you get this way in three weeks? <laughs> like that um, Rome wasn't built in a day thing, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, and I, I am kind of one of those people, but too, and, and, but, I mean, in, in, it's interesting I, when I go to the gym because I, I do try to make it to the gym at least five days a week. Uh, it used to be a minimum of three. Um, I try to do five. I haven't seen really much of a difference. But, you know, I, I, in in a way, though, I, I do feel a little healthier. So even though I'm, it may not be visible, I feel like there may be something going on, something change. I, I do feel, a, let's say, a little bit uh, stronger, maybe a little bit more alert by by going um but but at the same time i'm not one of those people that wants uh, wants to spend like two hours you know on a on a gym machine or or something like that i i i don't i don't go ahead i'm sorry please i would say i i would spend two hours and i've been working out for 35 years okay you're not going to get it all in one day you're by go in it's your little cardio move little resistance and go home and eat something so you can prepare and get good rest. What what is what would you say a, a good average time? I know some days, you know, depending on schedule, you may do more or you may do less. Uh, what do you say is a good average time in terms of how many days per week and how much time per day? If you're going to say – it depends on the body parts if they're broken up and how a weight training, a weight regimen is designed for you. I would probably say 20, 30 minutes, whether it's a treadmill, elliptical, some form of cardio, and about 30 minutes of actual training. Okay. All right. So, so I, I, guess, I guess I need to do more in terms of weight. All right, so let me talk a little bit. Let me go through through stages too with regards to to dads and dad bods. Because you got young dads, you got you know middle aged dads. You even have some some older dads. But like you you're saying, there are hormonal changes. There are also differences in regimen in terms of you know the the time you spend with your kids, how active your kids are, how involved you are with your kids. If you have younger kids. Um, if you've gone through that phase and, you know, you're, you're just, you know, getting to that point where you want to chill a little bit more, but you still need to be healthy. So, so can you talk about, I guess, maybe transitioning through those stages and and what you should be doing? If you're trying to get back in better shape, just take it one day at a time. And I would tell anybody, if you've been out for a long time, go twice a week, start off just twice a week. Even if you're just doing cardio, if you do 20, 30 minutes cardio and you don't, you're not ready for the actual strength training, do it and then leave. Do that for about four weeks because what you're trying to do is you're trying to build up a habit. And once you build a habit of going to the gym, and a sidebar note to let people know, when you're going to the gym, you should not be concerned if other people are looking at you because they're in there for the same reason you are in to make progress. So my thing is if you take if you take it one day at a time and not overwhelm yourself with, oh I gotta get this body I once had, just take it one day at a time and it will come. So have you had any clients that you have let go because they weren't necessarily serious about what they were doing or there was just some sort of conflict. I mean, we were talking about interviewing trainers, but I mean, you may have somebody that wants you, but you don't work with them. Maybe is, are there any like rules, hard and fast rules that trainers have in terms of dealing with customers? Yeah. You have to give us 24 hour notice in advance. If you're going to miss my thing is if you miss 
three times consecutively and keep giving me an excuse, I'm going to tell you I'm not the right fit for you. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. So um, starting with two, okay, because I, I did want to, I wanted to get that in because, you know, uh, people, it's, it's about taking everybody's time seriously. You know, you're, you're mm-hmm. uh, allotting for a certain amount of time to help that person be better, you know, and so they, you know, they have to respect your time and, and vice versa. So I, I was just curious in terms of, of things that that might occur because people think, well, I'm I'm paying my money, da da da. But no, it's it's more than that. It's a matter of having that that mutual respect, you know, and, and working together, you know, toward a common goal and not wasting each other's time. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Like you say, everybody's so now, personality. Yes. So I want to ask you. It's about the middle of the year now. Um, you had mm-hmm. people with those New Year's resolutions. Um, yeah. Okay. So, can you tell us a little bit about uh, the drop off with that? What 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 do you see? Who sticks with it, and why? And and who drops off, and why? And and um, you know, percentage. I guess from what you can observe between men and women, and and why it happens. Uh, well, for one, people' motivation wanes. Uh, people now are a little more motivated than. Then in the past, like they'll look at, say something pops up on Instagram and they see somebody working out that looks real good. They're like, oh, I'm going to the gym. But what they don't realize is that person who they're seeing on Instagram had to start somewhere also. And the time and patience is what I what I preach all the time is that it's not going to happen overnight. The drop off from the New Year's resolution usually was around they make it in January around the end of February they stop beginning of March. Now it's extending a little bit to April, and now people are in this panic because June is coming. Well, June is here now, and they want to have a baby suit body, men and women, and uh, and it didn't work out the way they wanted to. So people are going to start extreme dieting, which is definitely not healthy. Time, especially the way I explain it to people, if you've never done anything, let's start off twice a week. Let's build you a habit. And I've done virtual training as well, and I do – so, like, I do offer workouts that I'll email to you. You follow them, and I have a workout that you can do three, four rounds in around 15 minutes, and you're going to feel like you got, like, a 45-minute workout. So it's, it's, wow. it's based on creativity and what your mind is and the time and patience. And you have to be with someone who can explain to you that this will not happen overnight. And if we once we get that out of the way, then we can work on – we can work on, okay, your progress. We're going to take our final break. We are here with Marion Trainer, who is helping us get, uh, I guess, some perspective on health and fitness, especially for dads in, in, the, in the era of the uh, new uh, dad bod and, and uh, I guess, uh, part of that, that COVID mindset. Uh, anyway, this is Dee's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back. This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dodds Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dodds Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Swiffer Sweeper cleans so completely, you'll never go back to your old room again. Now it's on for Mary from a Mr. Broom. Redesigned to clean corners, and it traps and locks 50% more dirt, dust, and hair than a broom. So go all the way clean. New Swiffer. Clean better or your money back. Guaranteed. Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Got a big weekend going on with Juneteenth and with Father's Day, and we want to talk about 
dads and, and celebrate dad and uh, understand a little bit more about the dad bot with Marion Trainer. He's on with us. And um, so, um, like I said, it is a big weekend coming up, a lot of celebrating. Um, how do we, how do we, you know, get our, our dads to kind of keep, keep themselves in check? Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that also do, and I offer a, a ebook, a e-cook recipe book that are simple meals is done in a 30 minutes. And to also get people to understand, and one of my motto is you have to educate to participate, I have a course. And you can take the course as a 12-module course, and it's like onboard101.com forward slash Marion Trainer. And it'll kind of give you the understanding, and it's videoed, and it's also in writing where you can read along with it as well. Just to give you insight on how to get started, because at some point, people are going to have to take this more serious than this, just because I could tell you anything when you're in front of me. But once you leave me, are you going to remember it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, and and that's the key, you know. It's like you, you have a brief conversation, um, and, and you, but you want it to kind of stick. You want want to say, okay, I heard that. What's the next step? And so it's mm-hmm. it's good to to um, have that information. And so um, I will probably put, post that information on the Youth Power Hour Facebook page. Uh, so uh, you know, it, it it is the tough season. You know, the cookouts and all that type of stuff. And there's also that tendency uh, to to want to be, I guess, a little bit more carnivorous. Uh, is that a good thing, um, or, or you know, how, how do you, you talked about balancing that? And sometimes that balance goes that thirty percent creeps up more and more of the, that protein, that meat, and whatever. Um, how do we get, I guess, uh, the other portions of the meal to be more attractive to our our carnivorous friends and family? Well, as far as, I mean, and I know that's that, it's the battle between a carnivore and a vegan. And mm-hmm. if you break them up, down, as far, and, this is, and this is just my philosophy and my opinion. I'm not swayed by one side more than the other. It is a combination that what works for the individual. A lot of people have gone vegan because they've gone through some health issues, and they figure mm-hmm. that the, the, the meat consumption and a lot of times the meat consumption is without vegetables, which is a carb, mm-hmm. fibers, which helps you break down food. Well, if you're only a, only a meat eater and a potato eater, well, it's going to be very hard. It's just like with a vegan. There are protein sources, tofu, and nowadays, which I've tried them on both ends, they make some great protein tofu that tastes wonderful. Mm-hmm. It is if you want to do a little bit of research, and now they have those sections in the stores, the grocery stores. This is the the um, vegan aisle, or at, and they have little stuff. You just have to try it. The thing of it is, it just depends on where you are. If you are carnivore, it is going to probably be tough for you. Let's just hope you don't have any health conditions that will make you have to either lessen your consumption or cold turkey stop it. Yeah, and that's the thing is is trying to get people to understand that you may have to 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 stop at cold turkey at some point if you have a health crisis. Better to try mm-hmm. to go ahead and, and just do the gradual reducing uh, of you know certain uh, parts of your diet now. You know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe if if you do. And, and, and probably if you're a carnivore, this probably more. But if you're doing a burger. Every week, maybe just one week, wait one weekend a month or something like that. Do something else, something different, you know, just mm-hmm. to kind of gradually take that down, you know, and and it, because then <laughs> you know and, and incorporate new stuff in your diet, so you'll be, when whenever that health crisis, God forbid, whenever it happens, you'll be more accustomed to having other alternatives in in your diet, and it won't be such a hard switch. Absolutely. Again, it's about educate to participate. If you educate yourself just a little and don't be closed off to change. Yeah. yeah. And that's a lot of times what, what people battle with. Yeah. I, I think that is the biggest battle. I think people get into a comfort zone and 
change for some people is a is a bad word, <laughs> and it shouldn't be because it, it change should actually be um, opening yourself up to to other opportunities, other possibilities that you might actually like. Um, I had somebody to give me a plaque one time that that said, um, uh, "Don't put off tomorrow what you you can do today, because um, if you like it well enough today, you might want to do it again tomorrow." Uh, Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, I, I want to find out um, when, how long does it actually take? Let's, let's uh, give people, I guess, a guide of some sort. How long does it actually take if you are uh, do, putting in the work you know, and you're, you're um, starting the gym twice a week, you know, and you, you're you're adding, you know, different routines and you're adding more days and you're, you're um, drinking more water and you're uh, gradually changing the diet, maybe weaning off some stuff like sugar, heart, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and other things. How soon can someone usually expect to see some sort of difference and how does it manifest itself? Is is it the weight on the scale? Is it the the size of the pants? What what is usually the first noticeable thing if people are doing what they're supposed to do? I'm big on the inches. The scale the scale might say, let's say after a month, the scale might say uh, you only lost three pounds or you only lost five pounds. But mm-hmm. in reality, you might have put on three or four pounds of lean muscle tissue. Okay. Yeah. I don't think that the scale can frustrate people. I would say give yourself at least three months. I have a program where I would tell people, okay, this is what we're going to do five days during the week. And on the weekends, you can treat yourself. And we do a combination of that. And once the 90-day mark hits, you're not going to feel so overwhelmed because I'm not putting you on strict seven days a week. We're giving your body a break. And, again, when I talk about that, that secret weapon, which is fiber, and people need to understand mm-hmm. that, and I repeat again, fiber is not a laxative. Mm-hmm. But what fiber, fiber does is gives you the sense of feeling full. It also doesn't let food that the body don't use just sit on you. I have a question about the fiber thing, sort of. Um, oatmeal, fiber, yes, yeah. no? There's some fiber in it. It's usually around about maybe one. It depends on what what oatmeal you get. It has about one. Because you have soluble and insoluble. And usually it's anyway between one to three grams, which is good. But you have to – what I've learned, and that especially from being a kidney transplant patient, that I read this book called No Sugar. And what mm-hmm. it is, say you eat something that has 10 grams of sugar in it. Well, you should be having 11 grams of fiber. Recommended daily allowance is about 25 to 30 for women and about 30 to 40 for men a day. Mm-hmm. Most people don't get in way near that, but if they did, they'd realize they wouldn't have a lot of unwanted weight on them. Okay. Now, the reason I'm asking about oatmeal, because my mom used to always say, yeah, you should eat oatmeal that sticks to your ribs and da-da-da, whatever. But I find, for me, I can eat oatmeal and be probably hungry about an hour after I'm eating it. Um, also, I Pour understand that. What's that? Pour the fiber over it. Remember I told you the package of the bin of fiber? It's three grams. Okay. And if you got three grams okay. in oatmeal, you got six grams of fiber. You will stay full okay. longer. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good thing to know. Um I, the other thing I understand too, with regards to oatmeal, that these packets of instant oatmeal are mm-hmm. not what you should be going toward. That you should be going toward like the old-fashioned oats. Yeah, they take a little longer, maybe to, to cook or whatever. But you can. There's a way to work around that. But the, the the old-fashioned oats are the ones that you that actually have more of the fiber that the instant. Um, Packets of oatmeal contain probably more sugar than you should have and not enough fiber. Is that correct? It depends on what brand of instant oatmeal you get. Like I'm looking at okay. one now called Better Oats. Mm-hmm. And it's a cinnamon roll flavor, and it has three grams of fiber and only one gram of sugar. 
Okay. Moral of this story is read the ingredient thing you, mm-hmm. you get. There's no one thing better than the other. It's what's in it. All right. And what about oatmeal cookies? Just no, okay. this is, this no. is what I would tell anybody. Nothing is bad. I don't tell you to give up anything. We're just going to reroute the way you do it. Okay. All right, perfect. So if you – if you're, and like I say, I treat everybody different as an individual. So let's just say you like oatmeal cookies. Well, I'm probably going to say well, every third day you can have two oatmeal cookies. That's not okay. going to mess up your results. Okay. All right. So do you have any uh, last words before we go for our wonderful fathers out there in terms of, um, I guess, making that dad bod a little bit more healthy? Don't let this be the last chapter of your life. When you look at yourself, don't look at yourself in a way that you think, gosh, I don't look the way I did when I was 25. Well, none of us will, but you can be a better version of yourself. Give out, but don't give up. And if you need help, okay. seek a trainer out, even if you have, even online. I even do online. You can go to marriontrainer.com and set up a consultation, and we, I can walk you through what you're trying to do and keep it in simplistic terms and methods. All right. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate that. And and also, uh, what is that other site that you mentioned um, you mentioned earlier about, um, I think it has a YouTube connection to it. Well, this is what I, I sent. I actually sent it to you also. It's onboard101.com. Okay, good. Onboard. Okay. Yeah, onboard101.com forward slash Marion Trainer. And mm-hmm. I also sent you, where they could, you can go to com and click on shop in the recipe book. It's an ebook that will come up. Once you buy it, you can download it and you can take it to your local Kinko's if you want, like a actual hard copy of it. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so much for taking the time today. Really appreciate it. And and um, I am going to post the information that you sent because I want to make sure that uh, while, while while dads are reflecting on on their roles with their family, that they're also taking into account that they need to do a little bit more work to make sure that they're there for their families for the long haul. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah. So. Have a blessed weekend. Uh, you do the same. Yeah. Everyone take care. Thank you. And thank you all for listening. This has been G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am G. Thanks for being with us. We'll have more dad stories next week. And be well, be safe, be blessed. And please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care. Make it all right. God is, able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever is broken. Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. No need to worry. No need to worry. He's alive. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.